cliffcentral.com. Welcome to Future CEOs. Libby, you're looking <laughs> lovely today. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, what you're not seeing sure. is a little bit. One of those. One of those. Hi, Gareth. Uh, it's, it's because you're wearing this beautiful... Uh, turban, uh, yeah, they say. Turban is the... I was going to use the wrong term. <laughs> uh, how are you today? Always... Happy and uh, excited and hopefully to be motivated to uh, um, kind of present and create a fantastic show for all our future CEOs listening out there or who are going to be downloading our podcast. So if you can say, yes, I'm a future CEO, well, then this really is the show for you. Who are future CEOs? Well, if you're a young entrepreneur who's trying to fast track the growth of the, your business or if you are that individual, you're sitting in a, in a cubicle somewhere and you have your on the corner office and you say that's going to be mine one day well then you're a future ceo we're very grateful to be with you and how do we do this how do we help them do this we advocate we amplify and we catalyze entrepreneurism all over through africa and we give them tools and skills and obviously what i love the best is having really inspiring and motivating guests on our show and what makes it better when they're beautiful intelligent hard-working women who have earned their stripes in whatever industry they're in and willing to share that journey and experience. Uh, you can only say, you can only get away with saying it that way. Because <laughs> if I did, then I would get Come uh, on. that or something. But um, it, it's Myra. Myra, Myra. Myra. Yeah, we just, we, we're looking at each other and we're like, okay, she's got an interesting spell, a spelling first name and then second, second or, or, or rather it's surname. It's just out of the frying pan into the fire. It's all, it's all difficult. So it has to be memorable. Kutsadakis? Myra Kutsadakis, yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Bravo. Yes. Um, just please introduce yourself to our guests and tell everyone why they should be listening to you. Sure. Okay. Um, I guess because I'm on, you know, on this fantastic show. So obviously there's something they're going to learn. Hopefully I can just be part of a, um, a learning and just all the things that have worked for me that haven't worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to say, well, hey, I read, you know, that resonates with me or, and also if, if you've, um, you know, making a career out of, um, the creative industries as well as, you know, kind of typical industries. So I think that's, all, that's always a bit of a challenge. Um, so my name is Myra Kutsudakis, as you rightfully said. Um, I'm the CEO of the Life Group of Companies, and it's quite interesting because it has um, there are nine companies, but the, the two, they're basically in two areas. One is um, in architecture and design and strategic um, uh, strategic design, which is basically building of resorts, hotels, private islands, uh, yeah, all those and, horrible and, and things, all those nasty things. things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you know what we're gonna. Yeah. We're going to jump in here. Uh, And let's just, uh, if we go to your website, there really is an island. There really is. More than one. More than one. More than one. Are we talking about Seychelles? Seychelles, Seychelles, That's the one at least we were able to see on. Yeah, that's North Island in the Seychelles, a little private island um, that we've been working on for 15 years, which is amazing. So I'm showing my age. There we go. (laughs) And and then there's a whole lot of other projects and like safari, like really luxury safari lodges, restaurants, all sorts of things that we've done and then yeah and the other side of the business is the food business so that's kind of where you're saying hey I'm creating magic for people shouldn't I be doing it also for me so we've made a portfolio um, of uh, very nice restaurant properties um, and there are eight restaurants the one we just opened in Cape Town so Life Grand excited. Cafe Woo-hoo. that's uh, yeah. one of our favorite that's spots one of there our in Waterfall yeah. so favorite thank you spots. thank you for hey. for giving us a great place to bring all of our clients uh, oh, when we want to have a, have a, support, a meeting guys. with them and a meal yeah. uh, Fluby, 
All right, so who are we sitting with? We're sitting with someone who is a founder, who's also a CEO. We've got to mix up these questions a little bit. What's your first question? Mm-hmm. When did the entrepreneurial bug bite? When did you know that this is what you were going to do? And how did it start? Tell us a little bit of a story. A bit of the background. Um, it's interesting because, um, I think, I think in a way they're born. I think you can develop, um, you can develop entrepreneurship, but I think you also just have the bug, you know, you're born with it. And, um, so I, th- I guess just going back, my, uh, my dad died when I was 30 months old. My mom never remarried, very strong kind of like survivor, mm-hmm. um, really had nothing. And, uh, so we just, um, you know, she was always very like, you will always work for yourself. You will always do some. So I think also kind of telling people from the start, be independent, you know? Um, so that really helped. And I even remember as a little girl, you know, kind of, uh, you know, watching Magnum PI and that and saying, you know, I was always getting into a helicopter and saying, you know, TC, take me there sharp, you know? And I was always having the kind of a bit of a global, uh, I always knew I wanted an international career. Which is strange and prophetically it came true. I, I chop it to a lot of, which is crazy. It sounds like totally like from another world, but it's not. Um, and I just always wanted to work for myself. So I actually started working at the flea market. I started helping my mom at the Rand Easter show. Um, so it was really like just honest and humble, big honest to- beginnings. Totally, totally. I was in a little flat in Kilani and that's how we, do, you know, kind of just did it. And my sisters also ended up being quite entrepreneurial as well. So I think it's, I think it's that nature nurture thing. I think you've got to, have it, but I think you can also nurture it and say, you know what, I, I dig this. I, I like the responsibility and the backstop here-ness of, of, you know, of that kind of life. And so that's kind of where that um, started. So people, well, some people may look at you and say, okay, wow, it's just been this this uh, one success to the next. Mm. You have had some failures along the way, Yo, surely. Yo, big time. <laughs> and, and we do like stories, we, yeah. and, but we, we particularly like vulnerability. Be vulnerable. Mm. Tell us yeah. about a story that... Um, Maybe no one even knows, and you're going to yeah. reveal first yeah. here on Future CEOs. Okay. Um, look, I think um, along the way, there are many. You know, I'm just trying to think which one. Which one do you want to hear? Um, generally, you know, they, they are, I think it's just you no know, falling down and getting up again. Um, working with, like, say, one particular client and then saying I'm actually I find every time I've kind of mastered something I get bored and I want to move on okay. you know and and do another how, thing how so long does that take a couple of years, eh? okay. more, more than a couple. Mm. So let's say, for instance, so I studied um, in interior architecture and design, which means you can build up to three floors plus. And um, so I'd kind of master interiors. Then from there, I wanted master architecture. And, mm. you know, you're, you can be a brilliant interior designer, but then you can actually be quite an av architect. Mm. So you kind of find out, the, you know, you find out the hard way. But at the same time, you just move the goalposts. Mm. So... Um, you know, I, I also found where the where the strengths lie and where the the weaknesses are. You know, but and I, th- I guess the way to do that is, and I know you want a story, and I'm just trying to think which one do I tell you. you know? <laughs> I, I generally, our buildings are amazing and they have been great. But then I, I'll, I'll say, okay, now from this, I want to open my own my own business. I want to rather, you know, clients would come to me and say, oh my God, you've got the Midas touch. You know, mm. you take our brand. We did the Tasha's brand from inception when it was a Nino's and built it up, you know, over five years until they got bought up by famous brands. We did Fabiani, a clothing retailer. And then we... Wow, the famous touch. touch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You do, yeah. girl. And then, yeah, and then they get listed, you know, and Fushini 
Fushini group uh, buys, you know, into, so it's kind of, it's a happy thing. Mm. But there are moments there when you have to choose and you say like, okay, so I'm going to lose all your business, but then I'm going to, Actually focus my light on my own business So, mm. so for instance when we had done the Tasha's brand For five years and we'd kind of grown them up From everything, branding This, that, everything um, You know to say okay we'll lose This business because you know we said Okay we're not you know monkeys We're not going to get paid peanuts so if you create something New every time it's a, it's a new So that protection of your intellectual IP And there's a time mm. when you say Okay I'm not doing this anymore that you feel like You're kind of falling without a parachute mm. When you say Okay, now where's the next job coming from? Oh, tell me about it. When you're a professional or in the creative industry, am I right? Yes, you know? girl. It's like, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like you, you don't know where the next job is coming from. I can't and believe it takes you, a, a, a woman of her caliber and her experience, also has those kind of questions, Gareth. You well, know what well, I mean? What's so interesting? Like, but it happens even today. You know, come January, I know that I have the, I have the safety net of my own portfolio that I've created now, so that I have restaurants which are more, um, you know, repeatable. It's, it's a more, it's a brand that you can build. And that you can nurture But when it comes to design I'm still sitting there going Hello Where's the next job Job to job to job You know which is, which is crazy And it's that But I do believe That when you throw yourself out there And you You actually grow wings You're either going to fall splat On the floor Or you're actually going to grow wings And I think sometimes Necessity breeds innovation And you actually say Actually maybe I will do that job mm. I wasn't going to do it But I will do that So um, I, I think like that, that that's been yeah, no, That's like been a big well. thing for us and, and, and it's all of our experiences Which, so, which is in which is so important. Uh, there is a question then that comes out of that. What skills do you need? So uh, mm. at the at the bottom of your career, you need to develop skills. It seems like you're using yeah. very many of those skills now anyway. What are those skills? If you were to name three, three top skills that have helped you to be where you are today. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Immediately, I think hardship. I think too okay, much softness is not a good thing. I think too cushy a start arriving too soon. Mm. Um, I think laying, laying wide foundations. In other words, mm. nurturing your skill set in the beginning. And unfortunately we live now, especially in a very immediate, you know, Instagram, mm. Insta moment, Insta yep. happiness, Insta, it's Insta everything. So I think what's happened is everyone wants to be famous yesterday. And there's an interesting talk on TED Talks recently that talks about happiness and it says, what is happiness? And they say that the current generation is very much current. You know, we're still current. I think yeah. I'm still current. But I think the thing is that there's this thing on fame and instant wealth. Yeah. Whereas the principles that maybe, and I'm, I'm not that old, but I mean, I, I think maybe just different generation is it's more on kind of more like value things. So what happens is I think I spent a lot of time underground kind of um, building a solid foundation. So studying, you know, for four years, getting my honors, getting my, you know, I've got three degrees and there's a lot of schlep in that and doing double time and then like not earning anything and, and kind of seeing other people escalate really quickly, but then they almost plateau out. So I think getting a sound, and especially if you're in a skills-based field where it's actually a real thing, where you really need to know how to do technical drawings and break down things and, um, you know, do the Specialized. hard, yeah, there's, there's no, I don't believe, I think if you, if you go very, if you rise quite quickly, as long as you've got to build that substance so that you've got something to fall back on as well. Um, so I think build deep foundations. Maybe I like that. Architect in me. No, no, it's very, yeah. very nice. Oh, it, it makes me think of a, of a tree. You're, 
the uh, deep roots create a, a really strong kind of tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luby, uh, we've had a couple of interesting women in studio. Uh, you've also asked some interesting quest- questions w- with them. I don't want us to go too woman, pro-woman here, uh, but let's go pro-woman for, for a moment or two. If you were to speak to um, a young lady who is an aspiring future CEO who is in a position where, well, she's feeling perhaps excluded, she's feeling um, like the world is dominated by men, in which which it sometimes is. What would you? How do you? What do you say to her? Um, you know, and in the age of Trump, I think you can't be enough pro-woman. Mm. And I think there's a counter, there's a counter movement as well that you can see happening right now as we speak. And there's a reason for that. Um, I think it is a lot harder, but to be honest, I have 402 staff now. And I, mm. when I mentor my female staff as mm. well, I'll tell them, hey girl, you know, like just don't, don't back off and take the easy thing or it's not an emo thing. Don't mm. be emotional. It's just practical. It's just, it's about the business. You know what I mean? It's just try and compartmentalize the stuff that creates noise and just say, what, it, what are they really asking? What does this job really mean? What does this really need? So I think uh, like that, and I think a lot of people are also plagued by a lot of self-doubt, whereas there's no one else is going to be your hero and your champion. So you've got to champion you. And, um, you know, whereas I've, I don't say I've ever tried to mentor just one type of group, just women in my, in my company. or I've, It's like just mentor talent. You know, mm. just be talented, rock up, arrive, mm. do the graft, don't fall back on, I can't this, I can't that. And, you know, just, we do have to work a bit harder when, you know, I've got a lot of, I think currently I've got about five staff on maternity. It's killing mm. me. Mm. It's killing me. But I'm a mom of two, so I get it. You know how it is in the industry. Uh, and, yeah. how, you know, especially being creatives. And, um, I also just form part of a mentorship group because it's so hard just to be an artist and a creative and be a mom as well. Those spaces are just That's so few and narrow. So we have to be able to access those opportunities to our younger women out there. But on another note for me, um, you told, you, you spoke about TED Talks. Yep. What other sources of education and information and knowledge do you, do you thrive on? Mm. God, I'd have to be honest and say, I mean, I do love the TED Talks. I love going to conferences as well. So something like a design and dab, I find deeply inspiring. Um, if mm. I get the chance, I like to go to, you know, overseas, like here talks. Um, you know, I'm, I'm attracted by successful people as well. If, you know, and, and there's a humility in saying, Yes, I've done one or two things, but hey, how did you get where you're going? So I'm equally curious. Cultivate curiosity. Just an insatiable curiosity. And ask the hard questions. Don't be overawed and intimidated when you see someone amazing. Just say to them, like, how did you actually crack that? You know, I have a client, Jochen Zeitz, is a CEO, ex-CEO of uh, Puma, Gucci, Saint Laurent, wow. all those brands. Wow. I did his place in Kenya. And the guy is just amazing. And I'll ask him the obvious questions, like, how did you do that? Um, exactly what you're doing with your program which I think is fascinating and I love the topic and because it's the and I think the greatest generosity you have is just deconstructing it for people and saying it's not that it's not that of a magic art it's it's just um, a lot of perseverance it's, it's just keep at it keep at it and and have a unique voice you know don't be afraid to I think there's too much conformism and that creates sameness and the sameness doesn't allow you to rise above the rest so even if you're wonky and weird your weirdness you know comes out like funny enough you mentioned uh, before like about the tree you know mm. um, and they they describe the country of Morocco they, I've, I feel very much like that often when they say I feel like I have my roots in Africa but I have my leaves in Europe because I've, okay. I've got a Greek origin. Mm. And I think sometimes that hybrid thing 
where mm. you mix two things that shouldn't work together, but they do. Um, I think that's also a USP. And people need to find what is their USP. What are the two elements in their character that make them unique, you know? Um, and I, 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 th- I think no, that's I like it. It's just find things that shouldn't work and make them work. I like the idea of USP uh, because a lot of people will use other va- – uh, maybe – Vogue, but also vague terms like passion. Yeah. Now I'm I'm certain that we can all sit around the table here and USP, say yeah. passion is fantastic. But USP really I like that a lot. It goes well. to what what can you really deliver? I um, like that a how lot. far away from your passion are you? Um, or is your USP? Yeah, I like that question. Um, I think you you know what is interesting is. Um, they are actually the one and the same thing, to be dead honest. I'm, I'm one of those lucky people that when other little girls were doing kind of dolls dresses, mm. I was literally doing their houses and the environments and saying, well, she's going to live here. It's a great <laughs> outfit. Where's she going to live? What's she going to do? Um, and I think, um, I also enjoy the art of creating. I mean, when you say creative, um, and I don't, I think, um, I had a client, you know, and she was saying, you know, husband's are creative. I said, hey, we have 400,000. He's just listed for 80 million. He's, he's pretty creative. Yeah, he's creative. So I think I think creativity is is a little bit it's owned a little bit too much by maybe the visual arts or the theatric you know the mm. performing arts and I think in a large sense it actually shouldn't be it belongs to a lot more than that mm. um, you know I find designing a menu very creative when mm. I'm doing potato shed or gentleman's art house last yesterday we were doing a tasting and um, as we were talking we said well why don't we do a bit of an Alice in Wonderland thing and we said Wonderland Wednesdays and then it kind of goes on this rapport so we moved mm. from design of the three dimensional environment into the food environment into the kind of branding creative concepts environment why not why shouldn't we hybridize and go you know multidisciplinary against across things and i think part of the usp is that i don't only wear the hat of the foodie with my restaurants i don't only wear the hat of the designer i'm kind of crossing or, or the business person and i think when you mix those different things magic happens well I, what, what i like with what you're saying Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, you're speaking Lubin's language but but no, i like it I, I guess we get too maybe caught up in the idea that one is creative one, one isn't, but when you when you pull back the layers, if you really go a little bit deeper with, with what creativity is, it's all about stirring emotion. And so you find your expression or your ability to express that in one way. Maybe you do it in on, in front of a camera on on a stage, perhaps. Um, I do it while singing in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got their way. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but we, uh, I think we must go to go to the foundation. Find yeah. find out what it, it really is all about versus just this. Okay, you're an actor. Actress, uh, you're you're a designer. These kinds of things. We must go a little bit further. And energy, 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 energy. I, I can't stress it enough. You know, and it's like, you know, they say there's an amazing book that I really recommend. We, anyone we love books. Yes. We love books. I got to tell you, we love it's books. It's the, the best book. I think I've bought maybe 20 copies. I have always in my office. I always give them out. I should have actually bought. Well, why one. don't you bring? Sorry, I got you. I, I owe you uh, one. No, no, you no. Come no to I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming to visit. I'm visits. giving you a copy. Yeah. Um, and it's basically called. It's not, and it sounds so schmaltzy, but it really is good. It says it's not how, how good you are, it's how good you want to be. And it's by Paul Arden. And it was written for the creative industries, but he says things like, you know, energy, if you haven't got it, be nice, you know. And what I mean by energy is just arrive. And I think uh, both creativity, whether you're creating businesses or anything, has to be with the art of creation, which means the art of doing. It's not going to come and sit on your lap. It's going to 
I find that I never start at zero on every project, whether it's a new business or uh, a new design or whatever, or a resort or hotel. It's I'm starting from the foot, you know, off the foundation of the last one. So by the art of doing and creating, you're finding your, you're fine tuning your skill. So people say, oh my God, you're so talented. And often I think like, am I really talented? Or am I just been doing this for long and doing mm. it and, and not being arrogant about the fact that I've got a lot to learn still? Driven by enthusiastic artistic energy, I think you are. Oh, oh, I love that. You like that? Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Give us another book. Another book. Like? Okay, um, a book that I've reread now. I'm, I'm a bit like I've read quite a bit of this. Anyway, stuff that I like. There's a book called The Meaning of the 21st Century by James Martin. It's a freak out. I recently mm-hmm. read it because of what's happening now with uh, with Trump and the change in the, the global kind of whole ecosphere, the whole place where we live. So where I've worked in, and why I say even ecosphere is because I've worked in, in, um, you know, in, in green. Basically, in green design and green developments for 15 mm. years, mm. so it's quite heartbreaking to me to see is is any of this work going to be un, you know undone mm. Mm. by the 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 kind of the search for profit. Um, so I think business with with a conscience is really important, and. What um, this book talks about is um, the concepts of Fortress America. So this is a guy who wrote The Wired Society in the 70s, and he said people will walk around with computers on them, and people were like, yeah, yeah freak yeah. out. What a weirdo. Um, and he said people would have – so it was basically on the IT revolution. And he wrote it in the 70s. He was, you know, consulted companies and countries and, you know, from his private island in Bermuda because that's what you do when you get it right so soon. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and he one day. Yeah. yeah. So read this book. It's amazing. It's not prophetic. It's more like it really talks to um, the future, but from a now perspective. And I read it maybe ten years ago, and everything this guy says is actually happening. Um, everything, terrorism. So you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested in the world that we live in, and also how to Love make that. it, how to be part of the change and being the good side of of that change. So that's a kick-ass one. Sorry, I don't know if we can say that. No, like, have you got anything. a recommendation? You, you, can, you can say whatever Honey, you, you like. Say whatever. <laughs> you can say whatever you like. So, um, I know I'm jumping a, a bit forward, but I love this woman. So, oh, what would you have said to your 21-year-old self about oh, your gosh. journey? I know I'm jumping ahead, yeah, but I just yeah, want to know. Yeah. No, no, no. What do you know that we, what yeah. Say? What would what you say, say to your 21 year old self? Oh God, don't beat yourself up so much, chick. Mm. Just like, just don't sweat the small stuff. You're getting there. I think there was a, but in a way, I think part of that, I had a mantra for many years, which was good is the enemy of great. Mm. And it did serve me well for very long, for at least a decade, because it was good is the enemy of great. If I can do it well, why can't I do it brilliantly? Nice. So it made me do things to like a form of excellence, but it's a, it's a fascism of perfectionism that once you have done one or two things, you need to say, you know what? That mantra served me well. Nice. I'm going to park it to the side now. I'm not... I'm not discarding it. I'm just saying it worked for me, but now I need something gentler or I need to say I need to evolve, as you say, I need to evolve from that. So where it was good is the enemy of great. I'm thinking actually good is pretty good as well. Yeah. And then taking a more gentler approach and saying, you know, what's what's your next mantra? What's your next kind of um 
you know, kind of thing to move on to. I just think good is good is better than great. That, that I, like would, that. Uh, I like it, but it would paralyze me. I think uh, <laughs> yeah. there, there's a certain. Um, these, 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 these mm. final little steps, you know, the, the, the 91, the 92, the 95%, mm. that's hard to get to. And that would take yeah. a lot of time and a lot of emotional energy. Yeah, yeah totally. And you, and you beat yourself up too much. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's the falling, mm. that's where a lot of people fall, fall mm. flat. And I include myself in that group in the sense that like, it's, it's fine. Don't sweat it too much. Mm. You're doing all right. Don't but, be so hard on yourself. Yeah. And in a way, I think for a lot of time I was just working. I feel like I was working with my face to the, the desk for years. And then I suddenly looked up because the noise was like, you know, there was and representing South Africa and different countries and whatever. And I think that it was the acclaim that kind of made and I think in a way it's good because nowadays people look for the acclaim first and then see what can exactly. I do oh, to get yes. the acclaim as opposed to saying let me do what I do and if I'm awesome at it and kick ass as we say the acclaim will come anyway the money will come anyway well that was my question was surely the the great has put you where you are so surely you have to be a little hard on yourself hard yeah. and maybe hard ass <laughs> yeah. as well <laughs> not, not a bad way to describe it do you know we're actually running out of time I, I, I hate oh our time moves so, moves so quickly can I ask another question yes so oh yeah you go, you go from being a founder yeah to being a ceo there's a big there's a big difference there yeah. a lot of people don't understand that difference in this uh, journey that you've you've been on what are your three um the, the three pillars of your ceo leadership mm. as you sit here now what what yeah. are the three things that you lean on when you're interacting with those that are working mm. with you when you are walking around your offices when you are trying to motivate staff what, yeah. what are the three things that you do? It's funny because I was talking literally about this this morning with a partner of mine. I have um, in my different businesses, I actually have majority black partners, fun enough, not for any BE reasons, but just because we get on and we enjoy each other's way of thinking. Um, and that entrepreneurial drive is, is, a, is a very th- thing that we attuned with. Mm. And funny enough, I said to my one partner, Koseli, I said to him, you know, um, grow people because I was talking about, mm. uh, you know, um, one of my businesses and I was saying, just like you've got to understand, especially if you're in the restaurant game, for example, you're reliant on people everywhere. Certain industries are less reliant and certain industries are more. And if you don't grow, grow growing people frees you up, gives you wings. You know, okay, I sound like I'm plugging another product, but it's not. It's like Frank and Family. Like group of companies I'm probably. Don't worry, we like that product as well, so it's okay. So, so basically, totally. So it's, it's really about growing people. If you grow people, it means don't, don't hold on to and don't, don't kind of like be you know, kind of very jealous with your information mm. and your, your, your magic. Give the magic away. It's a, I always believe that I have to believe that there's a bottomless kind of like well of, of creativity and optimism that there'll be more. If mm. it's not, it's not going to get depleted. Don't believe that if you give off your magic, it's going to be, de- it's not. It's just going to regenerate and more will come from there. So I'll say grow people and that buys you the freedom to do more stuff. So then when you say, you know, uh, what we were saying before, like how you become a Ganesh. How do you, how do you grow? How do you juggle? Yeah, you know, I've got two kids. I've got mm. my own businesses. I've got mm. a couple of things on my plate. And I say, what do I do is you just grow another arm, but by that other arm is actually other people and by you you rise with other people mm. when they rise so that's yep. the one um, do, you, do you know that I'm going to have to interrupt you <laughs> two and three quickly two and three quickly, oh, quickly. Oh, or we can save it for next time two and three quickly okay fine, three quickly. Okay, fine. two and three quickly <laughs> um, I'm like tender hooks here two and three quickly <laughs> 
CEO stuff. Um, okay, always optimistic. That's okay. it. Always optimistic. Drive, drive, drive. You, when you're a leader, it's your job to be positive and push ahead. Mm. Zero space for negativity and pessimism. Mm. Um, third CEO thing. Just be grateful. Be grateful you're here. Be grateful mm. that you arrived. Be grateful for the journey, the good, the bad, the up, the down, the ugly, the whatever. It's all part of the journey. It's all good. Gra- gratitude never allows you to get too too far ahead of yourself, isn't mm. it? It keeps you grounded, as you say. Totally. It's very, very nice. Very nice. Thank you for the yeah. conversation. You're exactly really ha- you. You're exactly what we needed today. You're exactly <laughs> what we needed today. I needed this too. Wow. Believe thank me. you so it's much. Wow. I'm going to get a hold you of you. I want to get in touch with you. Thank you. Please do. I will. Please I will. Do. Just very, very quickly. How do yeah. people find you if they are interested in uh, accessing this talent that you have. Yeah. Okay, so th- I think the best thing is just onto my website www.life lifee.za.com so not .za so www.life.za.com and there you can see all our projects and then www dot lifegrandcafe.com and then mm-hmm. our other two babies www.gentlemensarthouse.com it's not just for gentlemen by the way <laughs> I was reading up on it it's uh, quite it's epic it's epic um, <laughs> and then potato shed but just or, or just come into come into one of our stores in Hyde Park and Pretoria and Cape Town and um, we're always there we're you know we're accessible and and I believe that a lot of my people are are like my ambassadors so you can talk to anyone and you'll you'll you know get a direct line fantastic Myra thank you so much for the conversation it's been fantastic thanks guys we'll be with you right after this break don't go away cliffcentral.com